Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to George Niang of the Utah Jazz coming up here momentarily. George's interview brought to you by Cypress Credit Union with the lowest fees and quickest keys. Cypress has the home loan product that is perfect for you. Visit any Cypress branch or visit cypresscu.com for details. And eager to talk to uh, to George Gordon, see how he's doing, what kind of you know it's like to have a season abruptly end like this. But I I um, you know I've got some sympathy for George because this was you know your definition of breakout year could vary I guess. But I mean he played his way into an important role on this Jazz team. And that's got to be hard for that just to come to an end. Well, it's hard for anybody who's having a good year, uh, but to, to, to be making an advance like you were talking about, man, it's just like, I don't know. It's uh, it's frustrating, I think it would be the word. Yeah, certainly uh, would be frustrating. And I, I want to find out what that night was like for him there in Oklahoma City. We we, uh, we talked to Locke about it yesterday. We've talked to Bowler about his experience, and I wonder what it was. Uh, this will be a chance. I know Joe Ingles has talked about it with DJ and PK, but a chance to get kind of his first-person account of what that night was like and uh, from from his perspective. Yeah, and I think everyone's interested to know more about uh, what took place and, like you were talking about, what how are these guys spending their times their time now, are they able to stay in shape? Or Didn't Locke say yesterday when we were talking to him he thought it was impossible? I'm sorry if I'm attributing the wrong thing to, to David, but we were talking with someone that was saying these guys cannot stay in shape the way they typically are in a season. And I don't know, I mean, can't it seems to me like if they have access to some 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 workout equipment at home, then they would be able to at least mitigate that a tad bit, wouldn't you think? Well, mitigate is kind of a broad word. I I would think so. But NBA shape, Gordon, you know that's a different level. We've talked about that a lot. So is it okay for these guys to go on run around the around wherever, or is that taboo these days? I don't know. Well, why don't you uh, ask George yourself, Gordon? Let's get out of the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or a Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Of course, he plays for the Utah Jazz. He's George Niang with us here on the Big Show. George, how are you? How's your family? Everybody doing okay? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? My family's uh, safe and sound, and everybody's good. We're just all trying to do our part to make this community a little better of a place. George, what are you doing to to stay mentally sharp? I mean, you've always been kind of a cerebral guy who is, has other interests other than basketball. Are you reading books? You watching movies? What are you doing? Uh, well, uh, first couple of days I didn't know what to do, so I was watching a lot of movies. Um, as you know, I like to eat, um, so I was doing some of that. But uh, no, I've gotten into reading books, and we actually have been doing like a virtual uh, workout. Um, uh, over like FaceTime and all of our guys have been working out together so it's been really good for us George take us through that night of the Oklahoma City game where really it, it, it feels like the world kind of changed around that one event but take us through what it was like from your perspective and maybe your thoughts and feelings as you were going through something that was truly unique 
it was just emotional. It was emotionally draining. Uh, you know, at first you don't really know what the coronavirus is, and you and you honestly are nervous and scared. You're surprised that you know someone so close to you has it, and then uh, you kind of just realize that you know you you kind of have to take the necessary steps to keep yourself safe and everybody else safe. So uh, you know, once we got tested and got everything you know, kind of figured out and what we needed to do, it, it became a lot easier, but I'm not going to lie. The first, uh, first couple hours were, you know, kind of nerve wracking, especially because we didn't know who had it. We didn't know who had been exposed. You're trying to think back how much contact did I have with the guys that were, um, you know, infected. And, uh, it really kind of drove us crazy, but I think, you know, with having so many days of not being able to do what we love, we are, extremely, you know, grateful and thankful for, you know, what we were able to do before this virus started. So I think we're all just trying to take the necessary steps to get back to, you know, being able to get out on the court. You guys, from all reports, you guys were as educated about this as any NBA team, right? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't say that because more and more comes out on the coronavirus each day. So, you could say that, you know, we were aware of what, you know, the coronavirus was out there, but I don't think we had known that, you know, you could lose if you had loss of of sense of smell or, you know, a sense of taste that that could be a symptom of of having it. So um, I would say we were pretty well educated of what's going on and not exactly what corona was. George Niang is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, and George, we've talked to you before about your journey and, and playing your way into the league. And this season, you played your way into a really important role for this Jazz team, a, a playoff team, a really good team. How hard is it for you personally to have that just abruptly come to an end or, or be put on pause? I'm not going to lie to you. It, it's it's tough. Uh, you know, it's hard. Uh, you just have to commit to, you know, staying ready and, continuing to work so that, you know, when the day comes or we're back out on the court, you know, we can hit the ground running and, you know, make a push in the playoffs like we originally had viewed the season to go and, and, you know, really be ready to make a run in the playoffs. Uh, Cause I don't know what is going to happen with the regular season, but we just, when we're ready to, when the season is ready to be played, we have to be ready to play also. There's, nobody's going to, give us the excuse of that, you know, we were had to be quarantined or anything like that. We have to be ready to go. George, if this thing goes on for another two, three months, uh, how difficult to restart the engine then? Oh, man. Don't say two, three more months, please. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be pretty difficult. Um, not going to lie. That'd be really tough. But I think, um, you know, guys would work towards getting back to their uh, – I wouldn't say prime, but they're good spot in the season so that they can, um, you know, progress forward. Because everybody has, uh, you know, aspirations of competing in the playoffs and winning a championship. And we definitely don't want to let this virus or what has happened with us take that away. George Nying is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You mentioned that the team is is staying in contact with one another, probably a lot like the rest of us through Zoom or FaceTime or, or what have you. How's the vibe with everybody? Is everybody keeping their head up? Yeah, no, everybody's great. You know, I think the first couple of days were hard. Um, but, you know, I think right now everybody's just 
excited um, to be able uh, to be doing, you know, uh, you know, work workouts with each other, and um, you know, just being able to um, kind of just communicate and get over the the first hump of being discouraged or upset um, uh, of what had happened um, that that day. And I think it, it's been huge for us, you know, to be able to communicate with each other. And I, know, I think the, the group has done a great job of really telling each other, we're going to get back, everything's going to be all right, especially the, the training staff. So, George, as you reflect back on what you've experienced thus far in the season up until two weeks ago, what identity has uh, formed around this team? How would you describe that? Um, you know, I think the identity that's formed around us is we're a team. You know, um, we may not have the most talent, um, but I think all together, you know, when we come together as one, we can be the most talented team. I think Coach has said this before, but the strength of the team is the team. And, uh, if we continue to do things as a team, I, I think it's tough for anybody to beat us. Um, you know, our downfall is, you know, some nights, you know, we we don't, you know, bring our maximum, uh, I wouldn't say effort, but we don't max out what our team could do. Just because, you know, you have some off nights, but when we're playing and we're clicking on all cylinders and the ball's hopping and we're playing as a team and we have each other's back defensively, I think we're a really hard team to beat. George Niang with us from the Jazz, of course, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. George, we've talked to uh, David Locke and Craig Bullerjack and Christian Kenny, uh, just, a, just a few who were kind of uh, there that night in Oklahoma City and, and went through it uh, with you guys. And they all, uh, to a person, said that Coach Quinn Snyder was a great leader through it all. And I, I believe that we find out new things about people that we, we even knew know well through unique circumstances like this. What did you learn about your coach? Um, you know what? What I I wouldn't say I learned anything because I mean he's just been a great leader since I've been here. Uh, I tell these pe- people's story all the time. He's just a relatable guy, and he just has a good pulse and sense of where the team is at and where it needs to be. And I think this is just another indication of that. He had been warning us about the coronavirus three weeks before, and you know just to get ready that this is going to affect us and we need to be ready to act on it and. I think the way he communicated with us after we all were in shock about what had happened was uh, huge. And he did a great job of being that leader and corralling us all together and coming up with a plan when the unknowns um, were out there. And it was just refreshing to have someone, you know, like him out there take the lead and kind of just direct us into where we needed to go. So, George, you talked earlier about uh, the vibe of the team being a positive one and trying to lift each other's spirits and whatnot. Now, you have a reputation as being kind of the funny man on the team. Is that is that right? Oh, I would like to say so. Uh, you know, I think I'm pretty uh, carefree, fun, and and just outgoing. I you know I like really like to enjoy myself and relax. Um, so that could you know loosen up the team because you know sometimes. In this hectic season, this hectic life, you know, some people take themselves and other things too seriously. So, you know, I always like to lighten the mood. 
You know, that's that's fascinating to me, that whole dynamic of a team. You spend so much time together. You're going to battle against uh, whatever the opponent is that night, and you're, you're dealing maybe individually with whatever's going on in your life. How in the world do you keep all that in proper focus? Huh. Good question. I still don't think I have it all figured out. But, uh, you know, you just have to take it one day at a time, and uh, I think you just got to appreciate the little things. Once you can start, you know, appreciating the little things, I mean, life kind of gets a, a little bit easier. Uh, you know, the grind of the NBA season is probably the reason why, you know, we're paid what we're paid because it's not easy being away from your family, you know, traveling all the time and performing at a high level all the time. But at the end of the day, it's it's what we love to do. And, um, you know, I, I'm never going to forget basketball. Is I first started playing it because it was fun. And I'm never going to let anything or anyone take that joy from me. You mentioned you're reading some books, getting through this whole thing. What are you reading? Um, right now, I'm reading... Uh, I was reading The Power of Moments, but right now, I am reading The Talent Code. So, that is my go-to book uh, right about now. And... Um, I'm just, you know, enjoying it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm well, trying to enjoy it. 14 days isn't too bad, but when you started saying two or three months and trying to follow this routine, you're making me a little nervous. Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, just curious. <laughs> I think, you know, you can tell a lot about uh, something. Okay, good. Don't be, li- yeah. don't be lying to me now. No, 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 no. Just just curiosity. I, I love books. I'm a, I'm a book person, so just curious. Along those lines, George, uh, what's, uh, what, uh, if you were, if I were to ask you to list a couple of the best books you've ever read, what would you say? Um, what's the one uh, by uh, Phil Knight? The Nike one? Oh, yeah. Shoot. Shoe dog. That, yeah, that one was really good. Um, I've the energy bus uh, was good for me. I like to read motivational stuff, so the energy bus was was one that I uh, really enjoyed to read because it kind of like breaks things down and puts things into perspective, and you know, uh, and that's kind of what I like. You know, my life is kind of hectic and crazy at times so when you know i can read a book that kind of you know slows things down and kind of breaks life down into smaller pieces and gives me more motivation to continue to work i like that a lot of our listeners uh are looking for things to do during this time period you said you were watching some movies do you have any recommendations on good entertainment for our listeners yeah i actually do um not only does Joe Ingles have a podcast, but I have a podcast. <laughs> it's called uh, The George Niang Drive-In Dish. I just finished my first episode with uh, Jordan Clarkson. Um, that should be airing, I think, uh, Tuesday. So, um, you know, a lot of people haven't really got to know Jordan from the inside. And um, I think it'd be great, uh, some great entertainment. You know, I'm a... I'm a funny guy. I'm a laid-back guy, so I'm kind of peeling back, you know, the shell on who people think some people are. And Jordan's a person that, you know, not too many people know. So if you have a chance to, you know, really lock in and tune into that, I know um, a couple guests coming up will have Donovan on. And hopefully we can get, you know, the governor and uh, a couple of people on our training staff, you know, just to talk about 
the coronavirus and the steps that need to be taken going forward and what exactly we've all been doing. Do you get nervous, George, about opening up, letting people into who you are, how you think, what you do, what your preferences are, all that stuff? Uh, in the beginning, I used to, just because you didn't want to be judged, because so many people are allowed the ability to judge you, especially you know with, with social media, where it's kind of like Twitter has, anybody has a voice, and you can kind of see it. So at first I was, but um, you know, I'm I'm just gonna be me, and if people don't like that, then you know they'll have to find someone else to follow. But um, at the end of the day, all I can be is myself, and that's all I know how to be. So that's what I'm gonna continue to do. Well, we'll uh, we'll definitely check it out, George. We'll send our listeners your way as well, and we appreciate you for jumping on with us today, man. Uh, thanks for doing it, and uh, stay healthy. Oh, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you, George. George Niang from the Utah Jazz. Again, getting a podcast started. Keep an eye out at utahjazz.com or wherever you find great podcasts, of course. And uh, George, uh, he seems like he's he's keeping things upbeat during these times, which uh, you'd certainly expect. Yeah, and I, I think it's a great idea for him to have a podcast. You know, anything that sheds light on these guys' lives I think is a positive. Now, sometimes he's right, though. You know, sometimes somebody might say something in a moment of either weakness or they're not really thinking completely clearly. And next thing you know, you got a bunch of people on on Twitter or wherever else who are criticizing you for what you say. But I, I think so many people are interested in jazz players, how they think, what they do, who they really are aside from what happens on the court, that uh, for him to give an opportunity for folks to get a glimpse at that is, is terrific. Yeah, I completely agree. So that, that podcast, it's called uh, the George Niang Drive-In Dish, and it will debut coming up on Tuesday, and his first episode is going to be with Jordan Clarkson. So big thanks again to George for jumping on with us. Uh, his conversation today brought to you by Cypress Credit Union with the lowest fees and quickest keys. Cypress has the home loan product that is perfect for you. Visit any Cypress branch or cypresscu.com for details. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.